0: First place, Texas Rangers. How can I help you? That is right. Hello, win column. Super excited. Oh, my goodness. I hope everybody caught the game tonight. I'm coming a little bit hot. Super hot. Let's go, Rangers, is all I'm going to say right now to start the show off with. But let's do this. Before we go any further, you know I always have a little something, just a little just a little touch to enjoy my Sunday night. Monday morning, for everyone driving in, Revolver Brewing Hard Seltzer Ranch Water. This is a hard seltzer made with agave, salt, and natural flavors. Now, there's a little bit more on their website, so if you want me to read it, I will. I'm going to do it anyways. 4.8% alcohol by volume, 110 Calories, two carbs. This Western staple has been enjoyed on ranches throughout Texas countryside and is now ready to drink on your favorite patio. Sparkling with bright citrus notes of lime along with subtle tequila flavors and a crisp crisp finish. (laughs) This dressed-up drink is all you'll ever need to get through those long Texas days. There you go. Not a sponsor, but we, we always have a little something here. There we go. How about those Rangers? Oh sitting down on the couch tonight, you know, we had the dog and the uh the grandkids over and the kitties and just sitting there hanging out with my old my old buddy Pinky and kids going ape and whatever. I'm just trying to watch the Ranger game and it's a hell of a doozy. They they had the Astros. They actually had to go to the Astros, go down to Houston. Let me take a sip real quick. Oh, that's good. Oh, that's tasty. So refreshing. It's it's the perfect thing for any type of uh Texas summer that you might be dealing with or early spring. I mean, it's like ninety five outside. But yeah, they it was a zero zero game until you go into the seventh inning. And I remember looking over to my son and saying, you know, these games have been flying by. You know, it's it's amazing. With the pitch clock and everything else they haven't played, like the no shift and this and that. Then all of a sudden we look down and I'll be damned. It's like an hour. I get to the seventh inning. The Rangers load them up, score an S ton of runs. Like it's 0 0 leading in the seventh. Top of the seventh, Rangers scores six runs. I mean, with a grand salami by Marcus Simeon. He gets he definitely gets the strikeout beer, 10 gallon hat of the week, right? I mean, I was waiting for someone to do it, and he did it. I was super excited. So excited. And then uh Rangers found themselves in a little situation in the bottom of the 7th. They loaded them up as well. Uh, Astros they were getting on walking, a little bit of sloppy pitching. And they you know they got out of it obviously. They only let one run through and then the uh, Rangers got back up to bat in the 8th inning, score 3 runs, close out the game, 9 to 1. 9 to 1 in dominant fashion to be honest. And let's go ahead and recap the rest of the week as I take another sip. The Royals came to town Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, and you're thinking to yourself, "Yeah, the Rangers are going to handle them, no problem." And they did, to a certain extent, right? Monday's night, uh, Monday night's game, eleven to two, Rangers, eight to five, Rangers, and then all of a sudden on Wednesday night, the Royals just put a, put it, put a tag on them, ten to one, which always leaves you with a funny feeling. I mean, it's it's tough to sweep. In these little mini series, these three game series, or even a four game series, it's it's tough. But to have a team as bad as the Royals, they're four and twelve, put up ten runs on you. That's there's some cause for concern. Now the Rangers playing good ball. We'll talk about injuries here in a little bit. Oh, this ranch water's good, 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 good. But then you had to go down to Houston, the face those. The Astros, the Astro fans, the traffic, everything. I don't like nothing about Houston. I'm not a Houston fan. I go there and just tolerate. That's what I do. So, then you get a 6-2 dub on Friday night by the Rangers. Astros bounce back 8-2. to Then the Rangers just hammer them one last time. 9-1, to as I mentioned before. Grand Salami in the 7th. 3 runs insurance in the 8th. Call it a night. First place Texas Rangers. How can I help you? And you are absolutely I hope you're just as jazzed as I am. The Rangers are 9 and 6 in the American League West. The Mariners are 8 and 8 surprisingly, right? I put a little 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 bet down on the Mariners and I think the Athletics to to win the the division because it was crazy odds. And then you have the uh Angels 7 and 8. Astros 7 and 9. The athletics bringing in the uh, the rear end three and thirteen just just not great yeah they're having a they're having a rough year so and then if we do look ahead which we can but I say let's let's look at some significant injuries that happened this past week. And what I'll do is I'll just run little T to B for you, okay? This is most recent. This actually happened today. John Gray, starting pitcher, Gray's not expected to miss his next return, his next turn in the rotation. That's per Evan Grant of the Dallas Morning News. Uh, not a big deal, okay? He's gonna, he's not gonna miss. He's got a little issue there, and uh, but Corey Seager, he's on a ten day IL hamstring issue. You know, it's your star player. You know, obviously they didn't. I'm not saying they don't need him. You know, because they just won tonight, but they won against a team that. Eh, they're doing all right, but you don't want to see it, right? Then a lot of other uh, pitchers: Vanasco, Acker, they're day to day. Zavala, center fielder, he's day to day. Spencer Howard, though, actually, he got put on the sixty-day IL. So Howard transferred to sixty-day uh, injured reserve list by the Rangers on Monday with a right lat strain. I mean, if you think about like how hard and how you know once you're torquing your body to throw that ball to pitch that ball. A uh, lat strain is the last thing you want. So they put him on. Hey, put him off for two months. Come back. We'll visit him later. Uh, Mitch Garver, catcher, was put on ten day uh, IL April tenth, and that was uh, due to a mid left knee sprain. All right. Another starting pitcher, Otterizzi, Od- uh, Excuse me, Jake Autorizzi, He'll be sidelined the remainder of the season. Like I don't even know why they put the sixty day IL on him. Remainder of the season after going on arthroscopic surgery on his right shoulder. Unbelievable. I mean, so he's done. I mean, don't even I mean, can you not just listen, I don't know every single rule about baseball and about like, you know, you're gonna put somebody on a sixty day uh injured reserve or, you know, the injured list and things like that. But I mean, you just if he's not gonna be around the rest of the season, the season just began this month you know, what, what do we need to do? And maybe I'll look into it. Maybe I'll look into why uh, exactly it goes on the 60 and not just, Hey, all right, we'll see you next year. Right. So who knows, but uh, not a bad list. You know, baseball's a hell of a season, 162 games. It's a marathon. Obviously we talked about that before, you know, your biggest concern I think is Seager right now. Just hope he gets that, uh, that, that quad, the hamstring. It's a leg injury from what I'm understanding. Just need to get him, get him back to get him in the starting lineup and get him in the field. You know, you definitely want, he's a great defensive player as well. And, uh, you know, we'll go from there. Uh, again, ranch water. Not bad. Is, this, I don't know if this is my first ranch water, but I've had like, I don't know, 10 claws and like four millilites tonight. And this thing's just, man, giving me life. Just so refreshing. All right. So the range of slowed. Down, Rangers have slowed down quite a bit with their home runs. I'm going to give you. I, I like I like dingers. So we're going to go through the list. T to P. Garcia still has. He's, he's got three. Garver's got two. Heim has two. Jung has two. Lowe has two. Simeon has two. One of them's a grand slam. Grossman has one. Miller one. And Sager has one. So right now everybody. uh it it, it really does look like a balanced effort, but with the last, the score box for the last several games or last couple games, you're looking at either their boom or bust. And that's just not going to work. You know, everybody, as the season goes on, you start to look at the averages and things like that. Everyone's essentially hitting in the 200s right now. You have a couple that are in the ones. And, you know, it's just because of lack of at-bats or something like that. I mean, you have someone, uh, Corey Sager was obviously, he was hitting three fifty nine, but he he stands out above anybody else, right? So, I mean Janikowski is actually hitting 350 with 20 at bats, so that's not terrible. But everyone else started to kind of mellow out there in the twos and 250s, two fifties, two two fifty range. Some are up there in the two nineties, two eighties, like Heim and Jung. They're at two eighty nine and two ninety one respectively. Nothing really to write home about. I mean, you know, you're watching some guys scratch and claw and play some good baseball, good defense. I love the new rules. I've I've said it the last two weeks. I'm all for the pitch clock. The game moves. It's crisp. I like the no shift. I mean, hell, you're sitting there watching some some of these guys that like, "You know what? They can't shift, but they're still shifting a little bit in the infield. I'm going to slap down a bunt and take off." And I'm for that action. Watching watching guys steal bases, watching guys do some creative work with the wood. I'm here for that. I'm here for the new the new generation of baseball where there's action. There's fun. I I don't, you know, I'm not against going to a baseball game, hanging out, you know, for three hours, chilling, because that's what baseball has been my entire life. It's never been fast, you know. I've lived around American League ballparks my entire life, you know, with the exception of a couple where, you know, I was closer to National League parks. But, you know, I looked over my kid today. I was like, you know, what? you remember when we went to the World Series, you know, I was like, have you been back to the ballpark since, you know? And everybody knows that I don't like the new ballpark. And he was like, "Oh, I thought it was cool." And he go, "Yeah, we went back again, you know." And he, I liked it, you know. He does like it. He he just like he enjoys it. He wants to be around the game. And it for me, I don't like the new stadium. I'm like fighting with myself to even go to the new stadium. Even when we got like sweet tickets from work, you know. it I went to the Frisco Rough Riders game that's down the street from my house. That it's double A. I'm out there watching double A baseball, hanging out. Damn near sold out crowd, enjoying myself, laughing it off. It was a little chilly, you know, the night that I went, but it was opening night. And then what we do? They asked us to come down there. Hey, everybody, come on down to the field. We're having a fireworks celebration. So me, Lizzie, Austin, and Maddie were out there and like left field, laying down on the grass and just looking up, watching a, a fireworks display. And you know what? It took me ten minutes to get home. Parking cost me like five bucks. I could have parked in the parking lot where the mall was, and walked across the street. But yeah, I just I don't know what it is. I'm tired of driving to Arlington. I don't mean to. I don't mean to be a downer. I don't want to be that guy, but I'm tired of you know twelve dollar beers, fifty dollars for parking, and you know fifty to eighty bucks to get in the door. I can't do that with a, you know family and things like that. So, anyways, don't want to bring you down. Don't want to bring you down. So again, the Rangers—they uh, took care of business night against the the hated Houston Astros. I meant to pull this up real quick. All right, let's do what's coming up. Okay, so the Rangers have the Royals. Actually, the Texas Rangers are going to the Royals. They got a three game set starting tomorrow. Uh, you have Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. They're going to be in Kansas City, right? I mean, let's go. If if we're talking, if we're like, you know, money line betting here you know i'm going to take the rangers for the next three games there's no way i think that the royals are anywhere near the royals are 4 and 12 people come on now i have to look a little bit to see how they do at home and how they do on the road but as i'm scrolling and i'm looking here is yeah they're not great they're just they're just not great but what are you going to do right eh. i i know our buddy old school he talks about them as well and he's like yeah they just they're not what they once were. I mean, they had a hell of a run, I think, like 10 years ago. Well, six, seven years ago, if I'm not mistaken. So, anyways, they got the Royals 4-12. Uh, Rangers are heading up there to face them, and then they're right back home on Friday uh, against the Athletics. The Oakland Athletics. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. You got a 705, 605, and a 135 uh pitch there. Sunday game sounds interesting. I might roll off for that. I bet you I can get some I can score some good tickets on that. Now Talk about bad teams rolling into the neighborhood, right? Oakland Athletics are three and thirteen. This is prime time for the Rangers to just put the foot down, get a hell of a lead, and keep going in the AL West. You're talking about a team that's four and twelve and a team that's three and thirteen. There's no bigger time to pounce than now. Like, absolutely. Get going. Don't look back, and let's let's just Stay ahead. I'm telling you, it's a, it's a marathon, but you got to keep your foot on that gas. You have to take advantage of the time that you have against bad teams, and they're bad teams. They are not good. So I hope they're, I hope the Rangers pull out, you know, uh, not to say they're going to sweep, but like I say every single time, win two out of three. Just win two out of three. Now, there's some teams that you should sweep, and you absolutely should. They're... I'm going to talk about this next week because I'm not going to talk about it now, but they're going to Cincinnati to play the Reds the following week. And then they got the Yanks coming to town. That's going to be a great show. That's going to be fun to talk about. And, uh, you know, I'll probably end up going to one or two Yankee games while they're here just because my wife is a massive Yankees fan, and I love going to those games. So, as of right now, as I mentioned, the Rangers... 9-6, 9-6, and six, top of the AO West. I'm having Ranch Water by Revolver Brewing. Let me just take one more yank here. That is quite refreshing. Quite refreshing. Don't forget to like, subscribe, all those cool things that you do for this podcast. Beer loves you. I love you. Hope to see you on Monday night for the Monday Mania show. I don't even know what we're doing or talking about, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be nuts, especially if we can get in there and just get wild just get wild so but thank you so much appreciate it as always go rangers we'll see you next week with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom